This is episode 162, Building a Daily Gratitude Practice, Part 7, Make Gratitude Lists. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back to the show, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Tudor Alexander, and today we are continuing our 12-week series on building a daily gratitude practice. If you haven't gotten a chance to check out the previous episodes, uh, we've got about six other episodes so far on just different habits. I've chosen one habit per Monday. This is uh, every Monday we're coming out with these, basically to highlight the top 12 most effective habits for building a daily gratitude practice. You know, for me, if you have followed my work at all, or if you're just getting started, gratitude is a huge, huge, huge part of life. And ultimately, if you want to be successful at a high level, if you want to be a high performer, if you want to be creative, if you want to be happy, if you want to have a good relationship, if you want to have good health, anything can always be connected back to gratitude in my book. Because at the end of the day, it is half the battle. You know, part of it is skills and the things that you know and the strategies and life hacks and all these wonderful things that are available to you. Uh, But the other half is really being able to appreciate, to have that art of fulfillment, to, to know how to connect to the things in life that are free, like gratitude, like nature, like friendships, like the things that we appreciate about ourselves, self-love, all these things are so important, yet they're often overlooked, especially in the personal development space and in the achievement slash entrepreneur space. And that was my goal with creating this whole series for you. And if you want to dive more into this, I created a free book and free mini course available to you. It's on my website, danceoflife.com. Check it out. It's available to you. Like I said, for free, you get some uh, free resources on there too, like a workbook that you can basically plot these habits into and create your own custom daily gratitude practice. A lot of really cool stuff there. But basically, what it all comes down to is doing them on a daily basis. You know, so my challenge to you is to take these habits, everything that I'm giving you here, I'm going to give you some suggestions. You know, we're going to talk about what the habit is, why is it important, and I'm just going to give you some suggestions. But the point is, take at least three of these habits and do them every day for at least two weeks. And notice the difference. You know, you've got the Daily Gratitude Practice Facebook group. You can post in there if you want. Basically, you stay connected through that. But, you know, use your journal. Use those workbook resources you have. All that stuff that you have. Do it for at least two weeks. Three habits every day. That's my challenge. And it'll change your life. I know it will because it changed mine. So today we're talking about a very popular one called Making Gratitude Lists. Right? That's that's probably one of the big ones with gratitude. So our quote to start us off that I found is really, really cool. It's by Henry Matisse. It's a French artist. He says, there are always flowers for those who want to see them. I love that quote. There are always flowers for those who want to see them. And it's a, it's a very beautiful, simple phrase that reminds us that at the end of the day, what gratitude comes down to is being able to selectively see the positive. Because in life, life is neutral. It's a, it's a mishmash of things that we find painful and things that we find pleasurable. 
and our ability to focus on the things that we find pleasurable. And really, it comes down to focus. Your ability to focus is the key because your brain, the more you study this stuff, is hardwired to prefer the negative. It's hardwired to get distracted and to protect you and to go in survivor mode and conserve energy. So when things change in a way that we don't want them to change, people do things that they're not supposed to or that they shouldn't or by accident, or we experience suffering or pain or lose control over something, our brain floods us with emotion so we can remember and make sure we don't make that same mistake twice and avoid and all this kind of stuff. And these are natural mechanisms that, you know, they're not going away in your lifetime unless they figure out some sort of crazy bionic implant in the next 20 years, but which is entirely possible. But until then, we should master our ability to be grateful. So that's what this is all about. It's about that practice, about empowering you with the skills and making gratitude lists is a is a classic classic exercise because it trains the brain through language to look at what is positive. You're already making lists. If you don't realize it, you are already making lists. You know, with the average person, I don't even remember. I've heard so many different statistics on this, but it's like we think something like 50,000 thoughts a day. And 80% of those thoughts are the same thing. They're just repetitive. Now that's pretty silly when you actually look at it on paper, but that's the point. You're already listing things off. You're already listing off the things you hate about, you know, your partner, your job, your friends, whatever. Like you hate about life that are annoying you. That's why traffic is stupid. Like why you are too fat or too skinny or whatever. You're constantly listing things off. And so the challenge is when you look at this is to see that you're already listing things off, just redirect that energy in a productive way. Because the list that you're making, 80% of them are probably not productive. They're either repetitive or they're unproductive and toxic. So making a gratitude list seems initially like this chore and you know all this kind of stuff, but really you're already making lists. We are already making lists. So by training our brain to make more productive lists, you're really just improving your ability to focus and to re-energize. They've done studies on motivation. I put them in my book. That's exactly why, because I wanted this to be a message, not just for cute, inspirational feed type of stuff, but really look, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business person, if you're interested in motivation and performance, I'm a performance coach. I've been a professional athlete for 15 years. Ultimately, you're going to get a result that you don't like. And if you are unable to reframe that result and to keep a positive state of mind using habits like these, like making gratitude lists, what are you grateful for? Then your mind is going to run amok. It doesn't matter how many strategies you have for growth and scaling and all this kind of stuff. That's important. But without the foundation of being able to appreciate and to connect to what you have, and to what's working in your life, your mind will inevitably get focused on the negative. It's just normal. So you have to also understand that language is a big part of how we think. Language is everything. You know, so we have this matrix, this sort of invisible glasses, pair of glasses of meaning that we wear throughout life. And that's, you can't take that away. We can selectively take it off, but you can't take it off forever because we interact with language, we speak language, we we use it, we label everything. So, you know, it's not a bad thing 
but it can run away with you. And how it runs away is through gossiping, complaining, toxic words, listing the things that you're not grateful for, that you hate, you know, constantly training your brain through the word. When you, when you make a list, let's say of the things that you hate, (laughs) we all make it mentally, you are strengthening the neural bonds of those pathways in your brain that see life as terrible, as see life as crappy, as see life as, you know, full of problems. You're strengthening those bonds. You know, the old Native American tale of the white wolf and the dark wolf, which one you feed with your thoughts, there is there's truth to that. And the truth is that we actually grow those neural pathways based on the words and the thoughts that we have. So when you say a word, that is the first utterance of, that's the first physical thing that comes into being from that thought. So if you have a thought that's negative and you iterate it, you say it out loud, now that thought is one step closer to reality because it's it's come into the physical world through the vibration of your voice. And that's important because that shapes your brain. And the more you say it and repeat it and you think it and you you act on it, you continually carve a path out through life to see the negative. And guess what? More negative is going to show up. Vice versa, you see people who have lost everything, who are dirt poor, but they're very happy because they have a habit of appreciation. So independent of their circumstances, they're able to be happy and fulfilled. And that's the key, is that we are training our brain through language, one of the ways. You know, if you've stuck around for a little while, and if you get the book, one of the main components to building a grateful state is language. There's physiology and there's your senses, and I go into that in the book, but one of the main pillars really in life is language, mastering your language and continually reframing. That's going to be one of our habits later on. Not this coming week, but the week after that, we're going to look at reframing, but same ideas and being able to basically take the meaning that you've made and realize that it's not stone, but it's clay, and that you can reshape it. So that's really important. That's where we're coming from with making gratitude lists. And this is a, a very powerful habit. You know, whether you do it mentally or you, you write it out in a journal, it's very, very powerful. So my challenge to you, again, is to take these habits, pick at least three of them. I'm going to give you some suggestions on how to use them. Take at least three of the habits that I'm covering with you guys in these in this series, this 12-week series. I know we're not done yet, but you know, go back to the previous episodes, try them, and then when you learn a new one, you know, can add it to your rotation. But do at least three of them a day for at least 14 days. Like I said, the, the free book, the free mini course, all that stuff is going to help you give you a structure to do that. If you if you like structure, if you like that stuff, all that stuff is there to support you. But either way, commit to it for 14 days and watch how your life changes. So I'm going to give you some suggestions. You know, the first one is mentally enumerate three things in the morning and the evening. This is a very simple skill, very simple habit. But if you prime yourself to do that in the morning, before you check your phone, before you do anything, get some water, you know, go outside, maybe take a little breather and just relax and get in tune with what you're grateful for that day. And it could be the same thing every day. You know, sometimes I find myself every day, I'm grateful for my health. And that's, that's something that every day you can be grateful for. You know, because every day it could change. Might happen something tomorrow, knock on wood, hopefully not, that I won't be that healthy. You know, so ultimately we can think 
you know, whatever power that be or whatever you want to relate to, whether it's God, the universe, life in general, you could be thankful for having that gift of health, having the gift of, you know, money or friendship or family or support, anything else. So make a list of three things, mentally, in the morning or in the evening. Uh, The important thing with this is to be specific, especially if you're repeating something, you know, one thing that I often find with habits is that we have to keep our mind very present to them. And a good way to do that, I'll give you two ways to do that. One of them is to be specific, like be more specific. So that brings your attention to the to the thing. So articulate it very specifically, you know, to yourself. Don't just say, oh, I'm grateful for my health. Okay, next one. Well, you don't get the benefit of that because really the benefit is when you tune your mind in, when you have the courage. Remember last episode, we talked about courage. When you have the courage to look within, when you have the courage to step within that experience and really describe it for yourself. So be specific, whether you're writing it down or mentally enumerating it, be specific. The other thing is to try to do something different. Look at it in a different way. You know, why are you grateful for your health? You know, how are you grateful for your health today differently than you are, you know, maybe a different aspect of it? Like maybe yesterday, I'm so grateful for my flexibility. Gosh, you know, so many people are like rigid or stuck in their bodies. I'm, I'm grateful that I'm flexible, from, especially from all the movement and dancing that I've done. And then, you know, the next day, I'm grateful for my strength. I'm really grateful that I have muscles that help me, that move around, that I can, you know, carry my weight, that I can pick up things and groceries. There's a lot of people that need help to do that. You know, so ultimately, we can be grateful about the same thing as long as we do it a little differently or we're specific. Now, a, a, kind of a, a little side hack to this, which I found really cool. I had an episode, episode 128, if you listen to it, it's called Reverse Gratitude Lists. Uh, this was an interesting idea I came up with, so check it out. You know, I won't break it down too much here, but the idea is, I'll give you a quick story. I was at a doctor's office, and when I had to check in and basically select what conditions did I have, right? Like, you know, did you have severe lung problems, AIDS, you know, all this kind of crazy stuff. It was literally a list of probably like 50 different things, you know, because they're taking you in, they have to see where you're at. And, you know, I checked no for, I think, all of them. And I was like, wow, I'm very grateful that I don't have this stuff. And I came up with that idea in that moment of a reverse gratitude list, which is making a list of the things that you don't have that you're grateful for. Like, I'm grateful that I don't have to commute in morning traffic because I'm self-employed. If that's you, I'm sorry, you know, don't worry. There's light at the end of the tunnel, literally and figuratively. But at the end of the day, you know, you can listen to podcasts when you're in traffic. You can listen to audiobooks. So there's always something to learn. But the point is, I'm grateful that I don't have to do that. I'm grateful that, again, I don't have to have other people help me with my groceries. There's a lot of people that do that. I'm grateful that I don't have to carry an oxygen tank around. So many things that you see constantly. And that's a great way to use that part of your brain that's focused on the negative, that's very emotionally attached to negative things, and kind of hack it for your own benefit. It's a very clever little way because we we find those negative negative experiences very touching. You know, we remember that. So when you see somebody that's in a situation that's, man, like, I don't have that. I'm so grateful that I don't have that. That's a great way to make a gratitude list rather than trying to maybe think of something that you're grateful for. Because sometimes that can be hard. We're so trained to look at the negative, you know, so unfortunately... That's a little harder sometimes. So 
write gratitude lists mentally, reverse gratitude lists. Another thing you can do is use a journal. And for that, I would suggest writing a list of five things. So be a little bit more, you know, I even did a hundred list gratitude challenge for myself one time. So basically write a hundred things that you're grateful for. And again, the more specific you are, it's a transformative exercise. It'll take you a little while. And it's like, wow, you know, do I, do I have that hard of a time coming up with hundred things? And the more you do this, you'll find it's easier. But the first time it's really challenging, but it, you really learn a lot about yourself, about your life. And so try it out. It's a hundred, make a list of a hundred things that you're grateful for. And uh, the, the final way to do this that I would suggest is to get, a, again, a gratitude journal if you can. You know, when you get a journal, just a quick note here, make it something that really pleases you, something that you love, the way it feels, the way it looks. You know, I'm a really tactile person, so I love like ballpoint pens. Like really, I'm very particular about the ink and the pen and the way the, the journal feels. So it's got to have like a good feel to it. So you want to you wanna be able to reward yourself to open that journal and to make a ritual out of it. You know, we talked about prayer in a couple episodes ago and and making a ritual for yourself, which primes you to feel and experience certain things. So when you have that journal and you sit down with it at your desk, at a special desk, and you've got a particular, you know, way that you open it or whatever else, you know, there's something to that that's magical that primes your brain to getting in a certain mood. So you want to really take advantage of that, that priming. So when you get a journal, reflect on three or four things that you're grateful for and just journal about it. So you can write a paragraph for each and let's say maybe you break it up page by page and then you, you know, you can, depending on how analytical you are, you know, you can keep track of it if you want or organize it or you can just freehand, just journal about three or four things that you're grateful for that day. So ultimately what you're trying to build is the habit of talking and thinking. You know, we think we talk, basically we think in words of thinking differently. You know, we're thinking through through words and talking through words, so we're, we're shaping the way that that information comes out of us from, again, being default to 50,000 thoughts a day that are mostly negative to at least maybe a little more than 20 or 30% being positive. You're not going to totally get out of worry and anxiety and negativity, but if you can balance it out and build that habit so that you don't go off the deep end, that's the key. So again, you have a ton of free resources available to you to help you with this. If you want to dive in, it's at my website, danceoflife.com. You can get a free book, free mini course, free little workbook to get you started. A lot of really awesome resources. You've got the Daily Gratitude Practice Facebook group. A lot of really good stuff. Commit to it. Pick three habits out of the ones we're doing in this 12-week series. Commit to it every day. Do it for two weeks and let me know how it goes for you. I'm really curious because it's changed my life. And I genuinely hope that these change yours. So have an awesome, awesome rest of your week. Make sure you make your list today. And if you find yourself in traffic when you're listening to this, make a list, make a mental list. Because especially you know, when it's a red light or you're slowing down, great opportunity instead of getting frustrated to make a list of what you're grateful for. So that's my challenge to you. Have an awesome rest of your day. And I'll see you guys on Friday. episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.